welcome everyone to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, and today we are going to learn about all the wacky, crazy, wild, and ridiculous things in Warhammer 40k from our almost lifelong fan break. I don't think it's been lifelong, but it's been a while. Um, so if you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous and consider supporting the podcast. You get access to our Discord, to bloopers, and Bricky's favorite thing, all of the waifu and ab posters, and I believe uh, Celestine and Greyfax uh, have a pretty special spicy uh, poster where they are getting to know each other. So if you enjoy the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash adeptus ridiculous. What do you think about that, Bricky? Uh, Shy said the they're way, praying together, but... The, the way you fucking say this, you, you act like it's porn, and like there's, there's literally nothing, nothing in it. There's, no, there's not a nip, and there's not a nip oh, to be slipped. Excuse me, I think they are fine art, and that's how I'm describing them. If you think that that's what it sounds like, that's what you want to see. I'm I'm the anchor that brings you back to the fucking surface. (laughs) (laughs) It gets your head out of the clouds. It's fair. Um, for uh, my my (laughs) side, of course, do check out our merchandise over at Orchidae.com, or you can check out in the description for. Adeptus Ridiculous hoodies, shirts, and Doge Van Dyer pictures. However, there's a couple bits of housekeeping that Shy would like me to tell all of you. Number one, our next poster is, in fact, a Latara Serin Ab poster. God Let's fucking go. damn it. <laughs> Especially after the conversation we just had. You know that you know that meme. You know that meme where, the, where they, that person's like, two of you guys are friends, right? And you're gonna say yes, and I'm gonna say no because <laughs> of this shit." Oh, I love it. This is the best episode ever already. Then the the next one is book club is this Friday, which will Ooh. be day after tomorrow in terms of when this episode is being released. Uh, make sure you finish reading Gaunt's Ghost first and only before them, mm-hmm. uh, and then. The third housekeeping business is Alpha Legion. That will be next week. It'll be the episode after this one. I know it took a little bit of time to get there, but I finish, or I'm finishing up the Alpharius book for my research. So it will be next week is Alpha Legion. Do not worry. We will not delay too long. After that, we also have the more guardsman party reading. Uh, we will probably be doing that most likely in July. So you should be getting more of that this month. And last but not least, I have one more thing I wanted to do. Oh, what's that? Uh, I haven't told DK and Shy about this, but I had a great concept. Um, so, my Uh-oh. my girl my girlfriend recently <laughs> got horribly horribly drunk, and uh, with with all of my friends up in LA, and a couple of my friends threw up on some people's cars, and it was just they it was fucking horrid. Uh, great but, start, great start. I'm really excited. <laughs> they they had a drink called the LA Waters, which is about oh. four and a half shots of alcohol. And it makes the the drink look like a brackish gray blue, hence the term L.A. water. Um, Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, how cool would it be if we did a custom 40K cocktails? And so I decided that for our uh, our 11,000, 11K 
Mark on Patreon, mm -hmm. me and DK will come up with three, or maybe I'll come up with them and then you'll drink them. Uh, three <laughs> custom, like war, uh, three custom Warhammer-based cocktails, and we'll drink again like the Garson party. And you know what we should do, DK? We should fucking just peruse memes that the people send us. Warhammer memes. While we oh, while we get shit faced, nice. In fact, so much it. so, so much so that I even was going to name one of the drinks the Forget Me Juice from the goddamn <laughs> Scola episode, and I already know it's going to be in it. So you better prepare your fucking asshole, man. Oh no! If it's Forget Me Juice, it's got to be something that's gonna really fuck you over. You're gonna do some bullshit with absinthe, aren't you? I hate absence, though, and so no, but it'll be just as devastating. So anyway, oh, if we hit 11k, that's that. Past that, I do want to get into this episode because I'm excited because it's fucking Night Lords. Let's go! It's, <laughs> it's Night Lords overall because we did Curse. Yep, we'll we still talk curse. a little bit about Curse here, but as you know, you boys uh, is a newly found Night Lord simp. Well, you've only just now accepted it. Like, we've known that since the Night Lord episode, like, how many times have you brought up the books? I'm reading the books. I love the books. I love... And everyone's like, oh, you should get a Night Lord. No, I'm... I wouldn't do a Night No, guys, I wouldn't do... And it's like, we we knew, man. This ain't like a new thing. You, you, you're only just now admitting it. Once I finished the books, I was like, okay, I think it's time. And then I mm -hmm. read the more recent Conrad Kerr's novel that came out like a couple of years ago. And I'm like, okay, it is definitely time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I pretty much am building the Night Lord's army now. Maybe maybe we'll show it off to the fans once it's there. But hey. let's talk Night Lords. Let's do it. With my knowledge of a couple of the books and all that, and I, I'm starting to think I'm getting a lot more. I can. There's even a bit of Nostromen, the language that I can tell you about. Okay. Um, which is fun because uh, in the the trilogy they actually speak Nostrum in a bit, and it's it's very interesting language. It's very um, they they refer to it as gangsters poetry, where it's very <laughs> fluffy and very like meant to sound all sly. When in reality, it's kind of just said by douchebags. Okay. Um, I liked it. I kind of like that. It sounds fluffy, but it's just, it's made for gangsters. and like, Yeah. Like, like one of the Nostromo uh, phrases is Shrila uh, la lerel, which is whore that mates with dogs. <laughs> that, that definitely, I was not expecting that. I, that's it. You're right. That sounded so like fluffy and like, oh yeah, that sounds nice. And it's, nope. <laughs> yep. Nope. Like there's there's also another one called like Korshia Se, which means breathe now, but literally translated means breathe now, but actually it's more so like breathe now while you still have the chance. Like beware. Oh, okay. So that's like a warning. Yeah, that's, like, that's a warning. Breathe while you still have the lungs to do it. Exactly. There's gotcha. also one more one that I, cool. I, I, I mentioned. Like that. I like that. It's a Van Vishilalis, which is this vessel is cursed. You know, so it's very fluffy. It's very yeah. like, mm. um, and for a horrible, horrible group. Let me let's start with a quote. Ooh, let's um, go. This is a long fucking quote, DK, and I All apologize. Right. All right. I brought a lunch. It's fine. Let's do Excellent. It. Um, this is from Talus Valkorin, main character of the Night Lord's Omnibus trilogy, uh, from the third book. Okay. Um, and this without uh, too much of a spoiler. Um, he says, quote, 
it is not enough. We stand in the dust at the end of centuries of useless sin and endless failure. The Legion was poisoned and we sacrificed an entire world to cleanse it. We failed. We are the sons of the only Primarch to hate his own Legion. There, again, we failed. We swore vengeance on an Imperium, yet we run from every battle where we don't possess overwhelming force over a crippled enemy. We fail again and again and again. Have you ever fought a battle you'd struggle to win with no hope of running away? Have any of us? Have you ever, since the Siege of Terra itself, drawn a weapon with the knowledge you might die? I will not see my life hoard away without meaning. Do you hear me? Do you understand me, Prince of Cowards? I want vengeance against a galaxy that hates us. I want Imperial worlds to cower when we draw near. I want the weeping of this Empire's souls to reach all the way to Holy Terra, and the sound of suffering will choke the corpse god on his throne of gold. I will cast a shadow across this world. I will burn every man, woman, and child so the smoke from the funeral pyres eclipses the sun. And with the dust that remains, I will take the echo of damnation into the sacred skies above Terra and rain the ashes of 20 million mortals down onto the Emperor's palace. Then they will remember us. Then they will remember the Legion they once feared. So if we, we want to, if we want to set the tone for the episode, this dude's like, yeah, twenty Whoa. million children. I'm gonna take the ashes and just sprinkle them over fucking the emperor's throne. Yeah, he's gonna rain them down, a storm of ash and blood over the fucking imperium. Holy shit, that's uh, that's a, that's that's some shit. It's some shit. It's it's a very <laughs> night lord's thing, and that's mm-hmm. the thing I like. Um, so a little bit more about obviously Night Lords. The color scheme they have is very much that like blue and red. Yeah. Um, they're obviously the Eighth Legion. We all know that. Uh, they are comp- comprised of obviously the companies. Uh, I think normally the first company is normally the Terminators in a in a Legion or a chapter, and then it kind of goes from there. Yeah. Um, they, for instance, they're actually made up of claws. Uh, so. Claws. Claws. Like, claws are like squads, basically. Oh, okay. So instead of calling them a squad, they're just like, oh, first claw. Yeah. Yeah, first claw, tenth company is is the the group of um, of the book. That's kind of... And the Terminators are actually the first first company, and they actually have a special kind of Terminator for the Night Lords. Uh, They're actually known as the Atramentar. Um, the actual mentor. The Atra mentor. Atra. Oh, these are such weird names. Like GW naming is so confusing sometimes. It can be, and and I mean, yeah, <laughs> a whore that mates with dogs. <laughs> uh, the Atra mentor are are pretty neato. They're obviously the Terminators, but they actually have a bit more of a, of an interesting concept when they have all their chaos bits. So they got like the big tusks of the Terminator helm and stuff, but often their shoulder pad is actually of a of a lion, of an old Nostroman lion that used to be in like oh. the plains of the of the of the uh, planet, and it was apparently a very like a kind of a really strong ass lion. Yeah, and so it's kind of neat to have like a regal lion be the shoulder pad of of the Night Lords Terminators. <laughs> That's yeah, a regal lion for kind of scummy douchebags that just want to kill everything for awful awful people yeah 
the uh, one of the more interesting things about, of course, Nostromo is a really big part of this Legion's history and one of my favorite parts of it, because mm. Nostromo is is really like, it's like a character in its own right. Really, that planet, yeah. you know, the the sunless world, the planet of endless nights, the dead planet. Because <laughs> Gers was yeah. like, die. Oh, that's right. Did 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 Kurz, um He exterminated. He exterminated it, right? Yep. I was going to say that's yep. that's what made it seem so strange cuz like the having the lion on the shoulder pad is like kind of cool and everything but I was like I mean that's a that's a regal animal from Nostromo and like if Kurz exterminatus the planet would they really want like a reminder of Nostromo on the The Kurz hated Nostromo more than almost anybody uh cuz mm-hmm. cuz that was the issue was that Kurz Kurz was Batman right Yeah, yeah. he is the difference is that you know, literally, someone tried to kill themselves, and he was like, that's against the law. Your skin's gone. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to wear it on my scrot. Here it goes. Yep. Uh, actually, the person who tried to kill themselves was a woman, so no scrotes there. Um, oh. Actually, speaking of scrotes, all right, DK, <laughs> I, I, I need to ask you a question you probably get daily, all right? <laughs> okay. I'm right. worried about this question since right. you Dean Kamen'd it from scrotes, but whatever. Go ahead. Do you respect your balls? <laughs> yes, I do. Why, yes, Bricky, I do indeed respect my balls. Excellent. If the Night Lords invade you, put a gun to your head, because ah, your well, balls are forfeit. All right. Good advice. Thank you. I will keep that in mind if the fictional Night Lords ever, uh, ever invade uh, California. Good to know. Hey, I like how you said California was such like a... They'd never touch this place. Nah. Why would they ever get here? Why would they ever? California's clearly the shining beacon of light that no one would ever touch, right? Oh, yeah. And then then the Texas guy in the the comments is like, Is that here about California? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Night Lords. What, what, what were we? What, uh, uh, Sorry, scrubs? I had to. I had to look this up just so I could. <laughs> I could have this for the video. There we go. <laughs> just could someone edit that as with a Night Lords fucking yeah. with some Night Lords wings in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, should I put some put a, put a Night Lord helmet on the smiley face? Yeah, or? yeah. We'll leave it to the people. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So well, so Kurz. <laughs> Uh, I wish you'd talk a little more about Kurz because right. it's an interesting thing about about him because he's obviously psychotic. A lot no. of people, <laughs> really, a lot, a lot of people think that he had like a split personality issue mm-hmm. or a multiple personality disorder. Where on one hand there was Conrad Kurz, and on the other hand there was like the Night Haunter, the crazed man, and and like the good man. Okay. Um, I don't believe that. I actually don't like that theory. I think it lessens the moral interesting implication of him. Mm-hmm. Because for him, obviously, he despised the Night Lords. Yeah. He hated them. Um, and as the Night Haunter, you know, he eventually brought the entire planet into submission. And the planet was completely free of all crime. And then he left. And when the planet started to degrade into crime again, they like he left and they were begging him to come back. Like, yeah. can you imagine begging that man to return? I mean, I I can sort of imagine it because, like, when he was the night haunter, like there was there was no crime, none. I mean, granted, he's very strict, 
uh, but there's no crime. And he and was once, a great leader. Apparently, yeah. when there was no crime to be had, he was benevolent. He was kind. He was mm-hmm. intelligent. So I, I could see wanting him to come back because if he leaves, it's just going to descend back into chaos and crime. And it's going to turn into a dank world of just malevolence and hatred and crime is going to run rampant. It's going to be awful again. So, I mean, yeah, if you're Nostraman, which I don't know why the word Nostraman sounds really weird to me. Anyway. It works better. It works better with a Russian accent. Nostram. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, it um, has a good like. Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I could see actually wanting Conrad to stay on Nostromo. Well, yeah, well, he would like to do it a little bit because he also was, you know, plagued by horrifying visions. Um, oh, yep. But yep. he, you know, Curtis even said himself, quote, I will be vindicated soon and the truest lesson of the Night Lords will be taught. Do you truly believe I care what happens to any of you after my death? Oof. Like, he just hates. He hates his legion because he was he was supposed to be Mr. Justice Man. That's all he believed in was justice. And when the... His, the Legion's ranks were being swelled by Nostromo's horrible, poisonous murderers and all. It's it was a bad thing. It, it, it turned his legion into the ver- uh, into the people, the criminals, the gangsters that he hated. Um, a great a great scene from Nostromo is a boy is walking home, and he's just walking home from school, and he looks to his left on an alleyway, and he sees a, a, a like a rape in progress. Ooh, and his yeah. buddy, his buddy shoves him along. It's like, don't look. The gangsters will will recognize your face. And he goes oh. home to like a single his single mother who uh, rolls up her sleeves when he comes in because her her arms are tattooed with her owner from the uh, the owner's name from the gangs. Right. Oh Jesus. And the That's... whole area is just a depraved like like yeah. it's nothing but crime. And some of the worst kinds of crime, a lot of Night Lords were murderers before they were teenagers and rapists by the time they were. Oh, I mean, I knew Nostromos was 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 hard, but Jesus, that's that's a lot. It's it's a lot. It's hard (laughs) to. Yeah, it makes it difficult for me to be like, yeah, I really like the Night Lords. (laughs) <laughs> considering they're all like the worst of the worst before becoming like the night lords they were just the scummiest scumbags that you could ever imagine just awful horrible murderer criminals and ugh, yeah that's fair Oof. i mean granted they're not much better when they became night lords but that's true you know <laughs> at least at least they were you know but I think space marines. Oh yeah, goody. A starty. A space marines never did anything wrong. Yeah, we're the <laughs> a <laughs> little bit of a step up. They've taken one step up the ladder, kind of. Ooh, Angron. Yay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Uh, but on, a, on another side, so obviously, the whole concept, because Kurz's big quote is, "Death is nothing compared to vindication." His last mm. words, right? Yep. Yeah. Because His visions were vindicated. He was right. He wasn't crazy. Uh, the visions were, they all came true, right? Well, he was most certainly insane. Uh, he <laughs> yes, even was, he, <laughs> he was most certainly crazy, but his, yeah. his insanity really kind of became a thing near the end of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really that bad prior. I mean, he was, he was definitely tormented, but I wouldn't call him like 
completely insane until later. Right. Um, Kurz particularly had this the issue where he could see the future. And the thing is, is that Sanguinius like could also see the future, but Sanguinius oh. because they're I mean they're all psychers, you know, to an extent. Oh, I didn't um, realize Sanguinius was a psyker. I guess. I guess I just figured he was. Well, he's he's a Primarch, right? And I guess Primarchs yeah. have a little psyker in them because he was a poppy. bigger psyker. Blood Angels yeah. have, I think, a decent amount of psykers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he saw all the good futures. Sanguinius saw the best outcomes. Oh, which is, of course, a, a nice bit of irony, um, because because <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. Um, Kurz saw the worst futures, like from his infancy he was seeing the worst kind of stuff like when you have to think about him as like a kid imagine a kid who sees the future and the future involves all of his brothers turning on his father and his father sending an assassin to kill him oh boy that that'll i yeah i guess that'll fuck you up a little bit in the head Um. yeah and and these and the futures kept on coming to pass the thing and the concept is that these are a variation of the future, right? Sanguinius has the good, Curse has the bad, and he's tormented by the bad. So, in a sense, the idea is that in order to be vindicated, he kind of did things that would therefore cause the bad future to occur. Uh, example, there's a great part in his Primarch book when he's chasing a young boy on a rooftop who is attempting to uh, diddle a lady. And um, he eventually gets stricken by these horrible visions, right? Right. And he's actually given two separate visions. On one vision, the boy does not attack him. And he goes up and they and they speak with each other. And the boy eventually reforms his actions. The boy grows old. He actually gets more of the gangsters on his side. And they start reforming the planet in a more civilized way. Crime goes down through working together. Mm-hmm. The boy uh, becomes a mentor, almost like a son to Kurz. And the young boy dies on his death uh, on his deathbed with Kurz beside him. But like, I lived a good life. I did huh. good things. Nostromo is better because of us. On the other side, the boy grows for his knife and shanks Kurz in the ribs. He doesn't kill him, but the boy escapes and he becomes the guy who escapes the Night Haunter. I made it, and then his influence starts to wane, and the the justice, like the crime, becomes more popular because they're not scared of him anymore. They might start fighting back more. Oh, and then it becomes worse. Mm-hmm. And so the boy walks up to Kurz, and Kurz is like, "I've seen, I see one future. This is not worth taking the risk." And so then he grabs the boy by his throat and like cracks his windpipe. You know? Wow. But then he look he looks to the side and he sees the boy's knife, and it's mm-hmm. pretty far from reach. Ooh! But he he's just kind of like no matter. It was I I couldn't take the risk. Oh, so he's not so so Kurz isn't just seeing one timeline. He's seeing like he'll he'll see like uh, variations and branches in his. Sites like he'll see the boy becoming a good person or the boy becoming a murderer and sort of like dethroning him. And he can sort of be like, uh oh. Uh, I think he mainly only sees the bad. I think this may have been this is the first time I've ever heard him see not bad. 
So I oh, think okay. it's, it was just a fluke. Because I was going to um, say, if, if he constantly sees both sides, like, couldn't he, like, actually try to make a better future? Because, which kind of sounds interesting because it's like he's like oh yeah i can see good and bad but i'm actively choosing bad because i'm a fucker and i'm just i've been plagued with these visions i don't want a happy future i want the darkness and he's just making this active choice to just go the dark path that was the concept of the vindication part where Mm, right kurz was a monster right yes yes and (laughs) The problem is that if his he was so like sunk down in the concept of fatalism, right? Fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if if like his future is wrong, you know, let, let, let's let's say because he, he saw his death from a young yeah. age. He saw his death at the hands of the assassin. Mm-hmm. And if he stopped the assassin, which he absolutely could have done, yeah, then that proves that Sanguinius was right, and that Kurz became a horrifying, insane monster of his own will, not because that was his destiny. And Kurz, Kurz can't handle that. How, how can he handle the concept that everything he did, all the horrible things he did, was uh, make him a monster because he liked it, and not because he had to? Oh, I, I, I guess that would turn him into an even bigger monster. He was like, oh, yeah, I knew you were coming, assassin. Shank. Um, and he, because he couldn't stand the possibility that he himself was the monster. Yeah. Because uh, he, like, his whole life, he's like, okay, the emperor proved to me that this, this is what the emperor wanted of me. The emperor made me this way. Why do I plague these visions? Why do I have all these problems? Because the Emperor made me. He made me this problem. It's he true. made me this way. Yeah. So it's the proof. It's vindicating the fact that the Emperor made him a monster. Yeah. Um, I wonder I wonder how it would have turned out for Kurz if very early on, like he like has all these bad visions and like before he becomes like a horrifying monster, he actively like tries to change his visions and not end up dead by an assassin. Well, that was the problem: is that he was thrown into a into a one well, of the worst, true. scummier Nostromo. plans. Yeah, with no parents, <laughs> yeah. no no teachers. Mm-hmm. He was le- he of, was literally alone and and starving. Yeah, it's kind of hard to look on the bright side of Nostromo when it's complete darkness all the time, right? Ah, the bright side. <laughs> ah, give me that drum roll, Give me that drum roll. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but I said that I was going to talk less about Kurz, and then we talked all about Kurz. So let's stop with Kurz for a bit. Okay. He's just so cool, though. It's hard, he, like, he, especially Night Lords. Like, you, okay, you know, you know how you know how when I I call Perturabo, Primarch of the Iron Warriors, a petulant man child. Yes. A lot of people get mad at me for that because Perturabo's neat, oh, um, okay. and and they're right. But here's the thing: is that it's not like you're not Admech viewers. This is not binary. <laughs> he can be cool and a petulant manchild. Kurz is an interesting, sympathetic character. He's also fucking insane. Oh, like yes, you can be both. It's ex- I'm okay with that. It's, there's yeah. a gray area here. <laughs> I can't say anything about Perturabo because I know nothing of him. Because I think the only time he's been brought up was when uh, he's the one that made the maze that Vulcan got put into, right? And his hammer you was are like correct. at the end of it. Yes, I'm learning. Let's fucking 
cool. Anyway, but yeah, that's all I know about Perch Rabu is he likes to make cool shit like that maze and Vulcan gets stuck in it. But yeah, he, so I, Perch Rabu, people really like the Iron Warriors. In fact, I, maybe we're delaying the Iron Warriors just to spite them. <laughs> hey. yeah, but no, not really. I, they're, they're neat, but I haven't done the research on them yet, so we'll see. Okay. I'm sure I'll come around to them more like I did Angron, but mm-hmm. at the moment, I like to make them upset. Um, <laughs> you want to know a funny an interesting thing? Yes, ni- I would love to know an interesting thing. The Night Lords justify their actions quite a bit. In, in a kind of a fucked up in a kind of a fucked up way though. Because like Lehman Russ, right? Or Gilliman, they send mm-hmm. an attack force to the planet to put it into submission during the Great Crusade. Okay. The Night Lords killed about like only a thousand people, and then they t- and the planet fell to them. Oh, is it I would assume so. If they only killed a thousand people, it has to be that like they killed those thousand people in such a savage, awful, horrible, grimy, disgusting way that the rest of the planet was like, "Nope, <laughs> surrender." You are correct. The, the concept is that through the use of fear, fear is the only way to guarantee compliance. So, by killing, by spreading fear, you can actually take over a world with a very la- a small lack of bloodshed. Nice. Uh, Which is kind of weird because you'd think if anybody wanted more bloodshed, it'd be the Night Lords. Yeah, but, but they're supposed to be about justice, at least in the beginning. Oh, right, right, in the beginning when they're still with the Imperium and they're still, okay, that's fair. Yeah, the terror tactics. I mean, they right. do they do still like it, especially as they got poisoned. Um, mm-hmm. But even so, um, for example, in a little thing called A Lesson in Darkness, which is a small little short story, I believe, there's a great tidbit where the Night Lords brought a planet into compliance by attacking an enemy ship above the planet, taking it over, and bringing it into the atmosphere, uh, just just hovering. Mm-hmm. And the entire capital was celebrating because they had fought off the Night Lords. And then huh. they opened some of the pods and started throwing the flayed bodies for, of the crew into the crowd. Oh! <laughs> they were just like, they just went, e opened the, opened the airlock and just started throwing down, like, skinned bodies oh onto the people. God. So it was raining flayed bodies on what would have been a celebration for them killing the Night Lords? Yep. And, and, and then, and by doing so, they actually stood there and waited and allowed the planet to go into fear-based anarchy. And, and broadcast their pleas for safety to other planets of the system to conquer the system. Oh. They conquered the system without setting a fucking foot on the planet. Whoa. They they are, they are, they, what's, what's the term? Um, They are results on a budget. Yeah, holy shit. That's crazy. That's insane. Would you oh, like boy. a... Would you like another quote, DK? I would love another quote. This is from Jago Sevatarian, also known as Sevatar, uh, who is probably the second best known Night Lord's character around. He'd even shy through a picture up really fast. Oh, shit. Um, quote, <clears throat> because the wolves kill cleanly and we do not. They also kill quickly and we have never done that either. They fight, they whim, and they stalk back to their ships with their tails held high. 
If they were ever ordered to destroy another legion, they would do it by hurling warrior against warrior, seeking to grind their enemies down with the admirable delusions of the noble savage. If we were ever ordered to assault another legion, we would virus bomb their recruitment worlds, slaughter their serfs and slaves, poison their gene seed repositories, and spend the next dozen decades watching them die slow, humiliating deaths. Night after night, raid after raid, we'd overwhelm stragglers from their fleets and bleach their skulls to hang from our armor until none remained. But that oh isn't God. the quick execution the Emperor needs, is it? The wolves go for the throat, we go for the eyes, then the tongue, then the hands, then the feet. Then we skin the crippled remains and offer it up as an example to any still bearing witness. The wolves <laughs> were warriors before they became soldiers. We were murderers, first, last, and always. Oh my god. That is... Whew. Boy. This guy's surname is literally the Condemned or the Prince of Crows. <laughs> oh, it's fitting. It's, I, dude, good my, name. my good, fucking good wrists name. have have goddamn razor tallies now from that edge. I know, right? Jeez. Oh, my. Ah, God. But, uh, I mean, I guess it is fitting because, you know, like you said, they're, they're murderers. They were murderers first, and that's... That's what you do. You're Sabotar. not a hungry wolf looking for a quick kill. You you want to see the suffering. You want to see a slow, drawn-out... Sevatar is a bad man. He's a cool guy. Sevatar <laughs> is, like, one of the most loyal night lords, but he also doesn't take any shit. He, he, also, he also constantly, like, uh, kind of... He kind of argues back on Kurz a few times. Oh, um, shit, really? Yeah, Sevatar is is first captain. Uh, so he was the commander of the Atramentar, the Terminators. Mm -hmm. um, and he is, I think he's one of the best duelists, like, in Space Marines. Um, that's that's a pretty big deal. He One time, I think someone was about to beat him. I forget who it was in a duel, and then he cheated and, be, and beat him anyway. <laughs> and he just, like, suck my dick in the Stromo rules. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, I, oh, oh I there it, it is. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, he had, uh, he finished the duel, looked on, and oh, he headbutted the guy, therefore disqualifying himself. Um, oh. But he thought it was fun. Uh, <laughs> bonk. Bonk. But <laughs> Sevatar was also the first man to ever declare the phrase, death to the false emperor. He was the first guy oh. to ever say it. First one. Well, mm -hmm. Good for him. What a what a Chad. I think we can give him the Chad title. Good for him. I, I'm not really doing Sevatar enough uh, real enough real justice here because I haven't read the uh, the Prince of Crows or or whatever the name of his book is. He has a made book. I think it's one of the I think it's one of the goddamn Horace Heresy books that I'm just too worried to just jump into. Yeah. Um. Maybe maybe uh, viewers will be like, no, it's great. You should read it. But. He he does sound like someone that like if he had a if he had a book that would be a crazy book to read through and all of his actions and just how he is, whew, I'd I'd read it I'd I'd, <laughs> I'd check it out. It was actually rather interesting because he actually had red wrists. Do you notice that in the picture? Uh oh yeah he does his 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 well his his gauntlets are red but yeah. Uh so this is actually this is. 
I fucking love this Legion and how much they incorporate their planet's culture into their stuff. God, that's um, a lot of. I didn't realize how many space marine bodies were in that picture behind him. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Wow. Um, <laughs> Jesus. The, his uh, his red arms are actually an Astraman gang tradition, uh, oh. which means the back in the day the hands of traitors or fools were tattooed red by their families to show them as death marked, the sign that no gang or family would tolerate grave failure but they were condemned and still had labors to perform before they were to die. So oh. they're basically they're basically condemned and they still have shit they need to get done, but once the thing is done, their gang leader would kill them. Uh, they would oh. execute them. They were death marked for whatever reason, traitor, fool. What it was called stained sinners red. And so they they kept that tradition by uh, painting the armor red around the gauntlets. Um, oh shit. So Savitar was actually one of them. And one of the person asked him which one he was, a traitor or a fool. And he replied, both. And we never knew why. Oh. So, oh, okay. So at some point he was a, a, a treacherous traitor. Or a fool. He said he, they said he was both. Yeah. Well, so he, he did he's something. A foolish traitor. He did something to earn him the sinner's red. Uh, but we have no idea what it was. So at some point when his task is done, is 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 the uh, leader of the Night Lords going to kill him? Well, uh, it's too late now. It is said that he died during the Siege of Terra, the actual final ah, battle. Gotcha. But here's the thing, is that it's said he has died there. And everyone, you, you know like the Mandela effect? Um, I've heard it you, I, I've, I've heard of the Mandela effect, but I don't think I know exactly what it is. It's like, it's, okay, there it is. It's a shared false memory phenomenon um, that oh. it's it's the idea that like you either believed or was or thought of something that was true and then you just kind of believed it was true. That's a mm -hmm. very short way to describe it. But mm -hmm. um, it's said that he died during the Siege of Terra. But even like Kurz, like Kurz was chilling near his end of his life and he asked for Sevatar and like, Bring Savitar in. I need to speak to him. Mm -hmm. And like, Savitar is dead, my lord. And, he's, and he goes like, wait, what? What the <laughs> fuck do you mean? No, he's not, you and, idiot. Yeah, and it's like, he died on the Siege of Terra. He's like, oh. Bullshit. Oh, no, no. He's like, oh, that's right. I forgot. But no. other people are like, no, some people don't believe Savitar is dead. Mm -hmm. they, they, don't, they, they say he's dead, but a lot of people don't believe he's dead, but we have no idea where he is. His body um, was never recovered. He's never recovered. We don't know where he went. Uh, Sevatar was an interesting guy, so it's a little bit curious to see what he could have ended up doing. But mm -hmm. Sevatar is one of those people that he's like, maybe he's gone, maybe he's not. He's got a cool mini, though. It's a 30k mini, but it's a cool mini. Oh, shit, that is a dope mini. Wait, that that's Sevatar's mini? His, his gauntlets aren't red. Fucking idiot. They should have painted it red. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's wait, What the hell? Why isn't it red? I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> Oh damn, Briggy's going Night Lord. I'm a damn it. Someone's gonna get their scrotes yanked. And like he's he's got the scrot cloth too. Good for him. Good 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 choice. Good, good choice. choice. My man. Good shit. Mm. Oh. So do you remember when the lion and Gilliman were trying to find sneaky gremlin imposter curs on uh, Ultramar? Yes. So there was a thing called the Thamus Crusade or Thramus Crusade. This was during the Horus Heresy. I think this is actually mm -hmm. what takes place during the whole uh, Prince of Crows thing. Mm -hmm. um, where 
they fought the Dark Angels quite heavily. And okay. uh, this involved a, a, ton, there's a ton of fighting, the, the Horus Heresy. We've covered quite a lot of this. Yeah. Um, but the main interesting thing is that the eventually the Dark Angels ambushed the Night Lords after the Night Lords were being douches and problems. Sure. And to say that the Night Lords got curb stomped would be an understatement. Oof. The Night Lords got, like, battered. I think they lost a good like eighty percent of their men in this in this crusade or something. Oh. <laughs> I, I, that might be an, that might be an overestimation. That might be a hyperbole, but I think the, I think the Night Lords have one of the smallest chaos legions of the Founders. Jesus, eighty percent they lost. That's, I, that's I, not just maybe. getting slaughtered. That's. Oh, I mean, put them on the protected species list because they're—I mean, God, that's near extinction. You're, the the night lords got just bodied. Uh, like, I, I think they actually might be one of the least remaining first founding like personnel. Mm -hmm. um, their their legion is really small nowadays. And yeah. during this fight with the dark angels, and after getting their asses slapped. Um, there was a small bit of Night Lord's fleet that actually teleported onto the Dark Angel's flagship called the Invincible Reason. And who teleported on there was a man named Cogran Curse, mm -hmm. First Captain Jago Savitarian, and about a dozen of the Atramentar Terminators. Um, okay. No, actually a lot of the Terminators did, a dozen survived. Um, oh. Savitar was captured, and Curse for months evaded and and hid and stalked in the shadows of the fucking flagship of the dark angels <laughs> no way he was He's... he fucking vented dude he actually vented for he was months most, he was playing the most insane game of among us ever incredible he was, was literally like just in there the whole for like months lion was there he was searching for him personally on the ship, and he's like, what's that meme of the guy in the cabinet and, like, the soldiers are aiming the other direction? <laughs> so was was, uh, was was Conrad, like, killing people, or was he just looking for Sevatar? I think he was doing both. Um, eventually, he actually, he eventually is, um, uh, would es he escaped, and that's when he made his way to uh, McCrag with the Ultramar system and all mm. that. That's so crazy to think about. Just like, sir, sir, someone's dead again. He's like, God damn it, again? Where is this son of a bitch? So we already know what happened after that. He got captured, and then he eventually got yeeted out into space um, mm -hmm. in, like, a little stasis chamber. He eventually was found by, like, pirates, and he was taken back to his planet. Mm -hmm. um, this is after the Horus Heresy, though, because Curse wasn't there for, like, the Siege of Terror or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, this is actually a kind of a big deal. This crusade is a large reason why the Dark Angels are a problem now. Um, we don't talk much about the Dark Angels, but there's a joke that the Dark Angels are actually chaos. Uh, I, I, I have the heard fallen. The, uh, the The old chaos vampires, right? Oh, that Dark yes, Angels. that joke on that. <laughs> Forgot about that one. <laughs> um, the, the thing is, like, a, a large... We haven't talked about Dark Angels yet. We'll eventually do it, but... Um, I was being serious when I asked that question. I know, which is why it was so funny. <laughs> I, was, I was dead serious. I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope anyway. Shy puts that clip in this episode, just to have a context. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a Dark Angels?
There's like a the, so that's like the the is that like a chaos vampire thing? What do you what do you <laughs> what? I don't know this shit, man. You're the teacher. You're supposed to teach me. Um, but obviously, like the dark angels themselves, they had an issue where some of the people went traitor and lots of stuff. The fallen, they're really, really fucking um paranoid, but. This betrayal on their homeworld mm-hmm. happened when the lion and his boys were out fighting the night lords. So the concept is that they were very oh. they were distracted from this right. betrayal. Gotcha. And that ended up uh, example like increasing the problem. But yeah. um Kurz and the boys eventually made their way to another planet known as Seguelsa. Oh, um what a Seg- name. <laughs> Seguelsa was also known as the Carrion World. Oh, Great. Good. I I bet that's a fun vacation spot. Well, it's where Kurz ended up making his screaming gallery. Huh, um, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming the carrion world is full of carrion, which is, what, dead, decaying flesh? So, yeah, I'm sure that'd be a great place for a screaming gallery. Oh, well, the screaming gallery, the fl- they're not dead. Oh, that's true. Oh. So, so <laughs> after after <laughs> 20, <laughs> 20 years of building a giant palace on Seguelsa with, like, hundreds of thousands of slaves, he made his screaming gallery, you know? The gallery where the walls and the ceiling were made of people, and the floor was made of people and faces and heads, and they were all alive, and they were all screaming all the time. Yep. Yep. If if you were in the screaming gallery, where would you want to be placed? I would want to be on the ceiling. I would... That's probably a good idea. That at the corner. Yeah. Yeah, or the corner. Yeah, corner. Or the corner. Yeah. You this don't want to be right in the middle. If you're right in the middle, it's like, oh, no. I don't want my face stepped on. No, definitely. Although there's someone in the comments like, yeah, I want to be in the middle because a step on me curse. You know? Yeah, but it's like a bunch of night lords that do it. It's like, that's not yeah, so good. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not here to kink shame, you know? We so, made Doge Van enough. Dyer. The, you know, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> Do- oh, watch like Do- Doge Van Dyer ends up like they like Curse gets back into his screaming gallery and he looks down. He sees a dog head. Oh he's no! Like, he's like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long, long live K- uh, Koas uh, God Goads. Uh, <laughs> Curse is that a dog? Is that a Doge head down there? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. Sends in the sororitas prisoners. <laughs> The barefoot sorority sister. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. This is awful. The screaming gallery was already terrible. Now we've turned it into a meme. Guarantee. The, feed, the feeding gallery. Oh. Oh, no. It's just yeah. everyone is turned upside down, so it's just their feet sticking out instead of their heads and faces. All right, listeners. Uh, who's going to be the first to make this into a reality? Who's no, going to be the first artist that, that tries their hand? No, this has to be the next comic of 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 <laughs> the skull of Progenium is the feeding gallery. Oh no, we're so fucking dumb. I I know we are. I cannot I cannot emphasize that enough. We are so fucking dumb. I love it. Ima- imagine uh, imagine me last episode ma- making a admittedly rather lukewarm take. 
shouldn't even be a take. Like it's, it's not just, even a take, but it's we not know. Even a take. We know Warhammer people can be very, yeah, very yeah. that way. But like, mm -hmm. imagine that. Imagine me be trying to be like making a take like that and being like, "Yes, yeah, so this gallery, right? It's covered in feet. <laughs> oh, God. It's just covered. Like, let's talk about the feeding gallery. Like, the the two the, the two sides of of men. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so. But let's get let's get this train back on track, right? Yes, so he, yes. he makes the screaming gallery in his palace because he's Conrad Kurz. He's fucked up. He's a night lord. It's a night lord thing to do. It's a Kurz thing to do. Yes, it is. It's a very Kurz thing to do. Um, but actually, I didn't really have much else to say about the screaming gallery besides that. Uh, oh. Seguelso <laughs> was just like they're kind of the second world to take over uh, after the loss of um, classic old uh, Nostromo. Right, so this um, is kind of like their HQ now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Shy says she wants to cut out the feeding gallery. She you better, better she fucking better not. fucking not. You leave that in. That's culture and class. This is why they Fuck come her. to our stream. Yeah, or our videos. Sorry, whatever. Whatever. Um, though, uh, just to kind of, I mean, we're, I was kind of round, rounding out the episode anyway a little bit. Okay. Um, when it comes to like the actual game. Uh, both the tabletop and in terms of the like the, how they fight, they tend to like raptors a lot. Imagine like jetpack troopers that fly in the air with like big old chain swords and kind of mm -hmm. screech screech down from the skies. Oh, that's um, right. Raptors are, are the are the, they're like the jetpacks. For a second, I was like, wait, what the fuck is a raptor? And I just imagine Night Lord just you know rolling in on an actual like dinosaur raptor. And just yeah, <laughs> um, okay, they also you. really don't like demons. Um, really. Yeah, they they tend to hate demons. Um, huh. Demons in, in most of right are seen as like like the opioid of the weak. You, if right, because because right. these people have like this idea of justice and the concept of because mm -hmm. Kurz also didn't like demons, never became a demon primarch either. Um, That's true. Because like, would you consider the Night Lords chaos? They're not really chaos, are they? They're just a traitor legion. That's the interesting thing. Is like, well, some people do declare maybe some slight allegiances in the Night Lords. Like, you know, maybe a couple claws might, like, be a little corny here, mm -hmm. or they might, like, say blood for the blood god before they fight, but they mm -hmm. don't like demons themselves. Um, Iron Warriors also don't like them. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so, in a sense, like, you could call them, you call them chaos because th some of them might serve the Dark Gods a bit more, Mm -hmm. And they also work with people that serve the Dark Gods. Uh, okay. And often, sometimes demons do work with them in a sense, mm -hmm. but they don't like them. Gotcha. And they, and they think that if you are like a demon, if you accept a demon into your life, or you accept a demon's assistance, you're like a weak individual, or you made a mistake. Oh, okay. Um, so they're and, a traitor legion, but that's not a better a way to put chaos it. Chaos legion. I mean, we'll call them chaos because that's what they're classified as. But a traitor legion would most likely be a better way to describe them. Gotcha. Um, that being said, they sure as shit act chaos. Um, <laughs> yes, they do. But they always acted that way, though. Like even when they were in the Imperium, they were still like using awful. Terrible trade, not traitor tactics, but like terror tactics. No, yeah, so. terror tactics. So. Um, though a, a good way, and I think a good way to round this out is that I really like the Night Lords because they are probably one of the biggest underdogs in yeah. in 40k. 
Mm -hmm. um, their legion got slapped by the Dark Angels. They are got crushed. Yeah. They're almost like scavengers. Often their armor is like stolen from other people. Their weapons are taken from other people and like the Imperial Aquila is like scratched out or chipped off. Mm -hmm. They cover things with their with skin to hide like a salamander's marking, for instance. Um, oh. Often, often their slaves do large amounts of jobs more mm -hmm. than regular slaves would do because they need the personnel. Um, in fact, slaves are actually quite the commodity. Sometimes people have certain night lords have their own slaves, and sometimes mm -hmm. those said night lords will kill the slaves for fun uh, because you still are on a night lord ship. But sometimes the slaves are incredibly valuable. In fact, they are. Uh, there's even a coin, a fancy Nostromen coin. That has a mm -hmm. picture of, of Kurs on it. And or like an like engraving of Kurs. And on the other side, it says Ave Dominus Nox, which All is right. the uh which is the catchphrase, the main phrase of the Night Lords. Uh very similar to Hydra Dominatus for the Alpha Legion or uh for the Emperor, for the Emperor's children. <laughs> um but they have three they have three main phrases. They have we have come for you, yeah. which is the big one. Uh, they also have in midnight clad, which of is kind of that makes is, sense. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like the ready for battle. You know, I stand in midnight clad. Mm -hmm. um, but the main one is Ave Dominus Nox, which in the Strauman means hail to the Lord of Night. Um, nice. nice. And so that coin often resembles a protection. If a slave has that coin, then it is assumed by other night lords and by the slave that they are under the protection of their their Astartes Lord and gotcha. harm to them will be met with punishment. Oh, okay. So if you got the coin, you don't have to worry about a night Lord shanking you in the back because he's bored. Oh, you still have to worry about that plenty, but uh, oh. <laughs> you have, a, you have at least a little bit of a, of an assurance that maybe it won't happen as, as quickly. If you have like yeah. a, a, like a 40% chance of being shanked. Now you have like a 10% chance of being shanked. Uh, it's still worth, definitely worth having that coin. Well, that's, yes, that's definitely worth having. Yeah, get that coin, uh, slaver boy. Um, but the the night lords—they're very underdog. They're mm -hmm. not doing well. Their legion is faltering, and they don't—they don't have like good leadership. Um, after Sevatar died, his successor was a non-Nostromen-born person, Ooh. and it made a lot of the Atramentar unpleased. So the Atramentar kind of fizzled out. And started becoming bodyguards for like various people they liked. Mm -hmm. There's not really a first company anymore. Um, they Jeez. just kind of fizzled their way out. And a lot of the Night Lords are content on just kind of raiding for plunder and wow. just surviving. And that's one of the oh. reasons why that first quote is enjoyable that I mentioned earlier, where he keeps on saying, like, it is not enough. You know, yeah. he wants to stop being just these scavengers. And instead become like a true force again, which the Night Lords currently are not. Yeah, they're it seems it's it sounds like you said they're just content being scavengers and plund plunders and uh, whatever. We don't have to be that good. Mm. Yeah, and so that that's one of the interesting things and one of the parts of the book where it's like, no, it's time for more. It's time, it's time to, to become more. Damn. They're they're basically done as war bands now. Random ships are, are war bands, and each war band is kind of off doing their own thing. There's no organization, really. There's no them working together. Yeah. They're just kind of out becoming raiders. 
And so the concept, like, obviously the Night Lords are very bad people, uh, <laughs> yeah. both from a chaos point of view and to an extent almost an objective point of view because they're murderers and rapists. Yeah, I was um, going to say, it's 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 pretty much all-encompassing. Yeah, no matter what lens you look at it through, they're pretty bad. But you can really show a little bit of, a mild bit of sympathy in the sense that they're a dying legion, they're a dying race, their planet yeah. is dead, and in another sense, like, they're, they're, you almost kind of want them to succeed. You want them to get revenge. Mm -hmm. Because the ga the galaxy, and the Emperor in particular, was like, yeah, you guys are going to be used for terror tactics. And then afterwards, he was like, oh my god, you guys are so terrible. Why are you using terror tactics? You, you know, he, too. Yeah, it's like, you fucking stole us too, goddammit. That's what we're so, supposed to do. It, it, you definitely feel like the Night Lords were almost almost betrayed first before yeah. they became the betrayers. Um, cast aside, like yeah. it's like it's like the it's like the bully whose dad beats him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I suppose so. They were just they were born into it. They were born. They've known nothing but. Uh, terror and being awful and being murderers and criminals. That's what they were born into. That's what the Emperor wanted them to do. That's all they know. Yep. And then, and in a sense, you know, it, it almost makes you, like, I'm obviously wanting them to succeed is a sign of good writing. In an objective sense, these people are all terrible. But, yeah. let's, be, let's be honest, the Imperium isn't a whole lot better no, when you truly lot. think about it, um, yeah. what's that meme where it's like, like admit it, if if forty k was real, you would be joining the Tau, and I'd be like, yeah, yep, yeah, I, I would, I one hundred percent would, I would but, want nothing to do with the Imperium. The Imperium is, yeah, they're terrible. But until then, fuck the Tau, um, unless unless it's the Far Side Enclave, unless it's the Far Side Enclave, unless you're part of the Eight, then you're all fine. right. Are you ready for me to uh, butcher some horrible Nostromen before we end this episode? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. All right. Gotta wet my lips for this. Ugh, gross. Aerate okay. it. Warm <laughs> it up. Okay. okay. Cover all 9,000 uh, taste buds. Oh, geez. That cream. Pure I, vanilla. I oh, God, I regret everything. I remember a documentary where they followed around some ice cream taster, and, and that was like the exact quote that anyway go ahead i'm sure shy will put the video oh absolutely. um Korotha doth sethakara tesh dasovalian soruthus ve zajas sons of our father stand in midnight clad we bring the night that's, or that's, that's, or you could do vel jayashale which stands for i love you wow that doesn't <laughs> it's just Huh, doesn't seem like something a Night Lord would say. Unless they were saying it ironically as they were, like, stabbing you and bathing in your blood. Well, it's it's Nostromen, you know, perhaps, uh, like, a, a slave on the ship, or, like, a commander, or, you know. It's, oh, it's, okay. It's Nostromen, it's not just the, the Space Marines. Gotcha, okay. Um, God, Night Lords are... <laughs> Night Lords are fucking wild. <laughs> this, is my fa this is my favorite Legion. I have come around. I, Sal Salamanders are still a close second. I still love you, Sallies. Uh, but I, 
There's a certain level. I love depressing Slavic media. I love, well. <laughs> dep I love depressing Russian stuff in general. And I really like the aesthetic. I love the planet. I love how much culture that they have. And I, I think they're, they're just really fascinating. And I feel so bad just calling them emo edgelords in the beginning. I mean they they are they are but still they're more they're, complicated it's it, they are evil edge lords but like there are more layers they're like an edge lord onion like on the outside edgelord is edgy onion. it's edgy woohoo i'm so bad but then you peel back the layers and it's like whoa and then you start crying yeah and in the middle of that is a rose you know there's a you know you know it's complicated it's complicated it's complicated i didn't expect them to to boost up to your favorite legion though that's I just, nice. There's something about like a true underdog story. Mm -hmm. They're they're very like very underdog. I the the books helped. The, yeah. So far, yeah. I've read four Night Lords book, the trilogy, and the Conrad Kurz one, and they're all just like incredible. Nice. I they're they're probably like that trilogy. That trilogy are the best books I have ever read in 40k. Whoa! Yeah, like really like, number one. That's that's high praise. It is, and you've been I, reading the books for like nine years. You said, uh, well, I read Gaunt's Ghost way back when, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's just the point. The point is just the fact that it's it's rare that I go from a legion that I thought was just edgy edge lords until I made the first Comrade Curse episode, and then I started reading, and then I started doing more, and now we're here, and. The viewers have watched me groan. They've watched my my enjoyment grow, and it's your evolution. They watched you start off as a little uh, larva, and they watch you cocoon and blossom into a bloody, terrible scrot butterfly. And God damn it, do I love my scrotes! <laughs> so my name has been Bricky. Thank you for watching this episode of Adeptus Ridiculous. I will see you in the next one for Hydra Dominatus. You can find me Bricky at everywhere, Twitch, YouTube, etc. DK. You can find me at DK Diamantes everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Real DK Diamantes on Instagram because whatever. DK. Yeah. I just realized something. Oh, did you? What? <laughs> You're scared. You're, I was going to say, are your scrote claws in the dryer and you forgot to take them out? What, what happened? Your name is the initials for Dean Kamen. It's my first and middle initial, but yeah, it's fine. Oh my god. Dean Kamen. DK. You were Dean Kamen the whole time! How did you- Oh, my cover's been blown! I knew End the it. episode! I can't!